So I think the obvious one, I don't even have to say it, but the obvious one is get your finances sorted, right? You don't want to jump in and then realize you don't have a life jacket. So definitely get your finances sorted, save up, save up for that break plan for it. So be practical, be smart about it money wise. Again, as I I'll, I'll reiterated this one thing that I mean, having no biases on the grounds only makes a recruiter's life easy. But I, for one thing, have this thing in mind that uh, people who really want to get back into the game know they'll make it. Somehow they'll make it because I've seen that happening. Now that we have social media platforms and consulting firms in the market, a good CV will find its way to the HR's desk somehow. and organizations are leaping to get the best talent from the market speed breakers are still tolerable but career breaks nah, are you serious divas do you even know what you are saying in this competitive world where everyone wants to move fast to get to the top You are asking us to normalize taking a career break. All your education experience takes a hit when you think about a break. Remember, a break in your career can break your career. I heard this from an HR professional when I asked him about normalizing a career break. And I was made to think about all those professionals who because of personal professional or even biological reasons take a career break what about the aspirations the potential the opportunities we might lose um we might lose a race what can we do from transitioning dilemmas like quitting or switching your job to the dreaded career breaks from make or break situations like negotiating ctcs or handling feedback between peers to people related complexities like having a difficult manager or a toxic work environment workwise we cover it all hi welcome to workwise with nokri a show to help you work better and accelerate your career i'm devas gupta i'm meher sindhu batra i'm deepak parik We'll be your podcast hosts, helping you better tackle those work woes. I'm your host Devas Gupta, and today's episode is about breaks. No, 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 not those smoke breaks or coffee breaks. I'm talking about the dreaded career breaks, which can be a deal breaker for most recruiters. What say? Let's hear it from Kushbu Sharma. What she has to say. Kushpu has over a decade of experience working across four industries. Her expertise lies majorly in talent management, employee experience and performance rewards. She has contributed to companies like Max, HCL and more. We also have with us Ashwini Gangal, who's the former managing editor of afax.com. Ashwini studied clinical psychology and for 12 years worked as a media journalist and has a talent for writing fiction and poetry. She is currently enjoying her creatively energizing sabbatical, and she is one such amazing being who, in spite of a career break in her journey, has been driving smoothly on her highway. Welcome on board. Thank you so much. Every jobber wants to know: Isn't taking a career break a big 
no no is it a myth or is there any merit to this it's not a myth because i actually did it and i'm sure a lot of people do it right so it's not a myth it's a reality mm-hmm. i'm living it mm-hmm. it's not a no no either because uh, you have to do you have to do what you need to do right so sometimes the time is right you just need to take a break so the reasons may vary but uh, it's not a no no for sure it's a yes yes it's a yes no it's a maybe but it's not a no no so generally it is the hr asking a question but today i have an opportunity to ask questions from an hr so khushboo welcome on board for this interview which has been coded as a podcast so that you don't have that interview anxiety welcome thank you so much devas thank you thank you for having me here so can we say that the recruiters um, genuinely hate career breaks or are they like trying to leverage it to offer less money even though the candidate is deserving because the industry is not receptive of people who have career breaks so is it is it like that way or is it like we are assuming in our head no it's just that you're assuming in your head a recruiter will always give the candidate what the candidate deserves again as i i'll, I'll reiterate this one thing that i mean having no biases on the grounds only makes a recruiter's life easy so when they were sharing one cv now they'll be able to share five cv because there's diversity that they have they'll bring a lot of difference to your uh, culture mix so they don't have it in their head and so shouldn't the hiring manager have it it's just in our heads but yes in terms of money sometimes they do negotiate with the candidate telling them that they they'll be picking them up at their last given or last drawn salary they do that but i for one thing have this thing in mind that uh, people who really want to get back into the game know they'll make it somehow they'll make it because i've seen that happening and i quote that example quite often that i had one candidate during covid he had lost his job and uh, he wanted a job a senior resource but i was looking for somebody who could do it on a temp basis with me at a very less money and at the end of the conversation i literally had to apologize to that person saying that it's my problem that i cannot afford you but you are a valued resource the person jumped at the opportunity saying that hire me at whatever you want me to so i went back got him interviewed he was brilliant at the technicals we offered him what we had in hand but in a month's time the team realized that we have to work something out for the person because the person was deserving so that's how people who've lost their jobs or have had a career break and are willing to come that's how they win so when hrs would would simply say that you know this cv has a career break we cannot even consider it are they playing safe are they trying to safeguard their interests no matter they have an opportunity to negotiate well i mean they can see that okay this first person is skilled experienced and because of some personal challenges or their like choices they have taken a career break so they have this chance to negotiate with them if they want to but still they will not even like consider those like cvs why do they they do that maybe sheer ignorance at times but i would still like to make a case for all the hrs around here uh-huh. in the corporate world they bear the brunt of a lot of things around mm-hmm. them at the end of the day hr is answerable to the business to the people who are hiring for their team as well as the candidates So what if the person had shared five such CVs to the hiring manager or the business and they had come back to them saying that we cannot accept them but HR will not go out in the market and say that I've been asked not to 
doesn't look good on behalf of the organization and also at the same time what if the candidate has actually lost their sharpness in due course when they were having a sabbatical so what if they didn't have that spark all five of them or six of them that have been into their inbox and the hr is not confident enough if even after they have a career break they can be given a chance right so we cannot judge hrs on one ground telling them that you did not consider us because we had a career break a good cv a good profile will make its way because let me tell you this very frankly that now that we have linkedin and other social media platforms and so many consulting firms in the market that a good cv will find its way to the hr's desk somehow and organizations are leaping to get the best talent from the market so uh, if a cv is being rejected there has to be a reason behind it okay interesting so if anyone plans to take a break what should they do and honest and practical advice you have to offer after seeing so many candidates if you plan to take a break take it okay. <laughs> and handle that situation uh, wholeheartedly okay then do not think about what will happen if i join or you know search for an employment after 3 months or 6 months or year or so times have changed and this particular generation is living a historical time you've seen digital transformation mm-hmm. so if you've taken a sabbatical take a sabbatical attend to that particular situation and once you're ready to come back and on again brush your knowledge prepare your cv and try to get back into the game and that's not going to take you much time because you've had it in you know why do we know the table of two till now because we've we've done it hundreds of times right so there is no proper preparation you sit down give yourself some time but yes they just need to get into that zone and think what all possibilities can be there and prepare themselves that's it uh, i mean how can like someone afford to take a break because there are a lot of responsibilities as such and a lot of aspirations are there then how did you do it so okay i'll tell you what happened in my case for me i found the love of my life so i got married and he was based in another country in another continent right so i moved for love which is very ironic because a lot of people moved to this country to the us for better opportunities for a step up in their careers but for me it was actually the other way around so i chose love temporarily over my career and moved switched geographies i was i am very much in love with my work because while work may change what stays with you is your skill so i'm still very confident that my skills are still with me so it wasn't that hard a choice i could still choose to pack up my bag put my skills in them bring them here with me and now i'm going to explore this new industry and new market but having this fear new place new market from the scratch over here in india you had everything established you were known you had connection everything was in place but then now starting from scratch over there like didn't you have any insecurities or doubts Oh god yes yes i did and in fact the doubts hit me like a truck when i landed i shed my jet lag after the dust settled on the actual move is when the anxiety hit me like a truck so honestly you know hand on heart i could lie and tell you otherwise but hand on heart i am a hot mess right now uh, i live with anxiety every day because i don't know what i'm going to do here very honestly i was a media journalist for 12 years 
I moonlight as a fiction writer and poet, and I have a degree in clinical psychology. So I do have many options. So I don't think that should be a problem. But it's not easy. It's not easy at all. So I wake up nervous these days. I I don't wake up happy. So I'm very anxious, and that's that's a reality I live with. And I know I'd like to tell people listening to this also that let's not romanticize career breaks.、Mm-hmm. While I support them,、mm-hmm. while I endorse them, I'm a living example of these breaks. Don't romanticize them to a point where you really make you don't do good. Uh, by your degrees and by your、uh, work experience, you have to make good on your degrees. So don't cheat yourself. So be careful when you take that break because right now I am quite nervous about what I'm going to do next. So I have to still figure it out. So you caught me at a very at the right time, I would say. So if anyone plans to take a break, maybe irrespective of the gender, what should they do? Something very honest and practical advice that you have to offer. Yes, definitely. So I think the obvious one—I don't even have to say it—but the obvious one is get your finances sorted, right? You don't want to jump in and then realize you don't have a life jacket. So definitely get your finances sorted. Save up, save up for that break, plan for it. So be practical, be smart about it, money-wise. Secondly, your reason for taking the break should make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to anybody else, but you should be damn sure why you're taking a break. Because I'm telling you, before anyone else penalizes you, your future employer or your、uh, future boss or or a human resource professional, like you mentioned earlier, I think there's also a tendency to penalize oneself. So we'll just keep second guessing the decision. So be very sure. That's the second emotional aspect of it. And third, keep a comeback plan in mind. So while I did move for love, honestly, I was also very burnt out. So I had this desire to kind of slow down and take a break anyway, and I had a comeback plan. I said, okay, I'm going to pursue a passion in the Indian terrain. I'm going to、uh, do my fiction writing, do my poetry, see where that takes me, give myself maybe six months, and then come back into、uh, the field I left. So have that comeback plan. We write it down somewhere. Be practical about that. Someone who's listening to us might feel that, oh, Ashwin, you are so privileged to choose a career out of your passion and just take a sabbatical. Not everyone has that kind of privilege to take a break by choice. We have、uh, responsibilities, we have loans to pay, we have like families to feed, and taking career breaks is only、yeah. for the privileged few. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. I'm privileged, but I also have the other things you mentioned. I also have a family to feed. I was supporting my family. I don't know what the term breadwinner. But、uh, I was paying the bills at home and everything. So sure, I'm privileged, but、uh, I also identify with with all the other things you mentioned. I just planned. I planned well because I knew this was going to happen. So I had a year to take stock of my finances and to plan it, and to calibrate my expenses also. Ever since I knew I, I would be doing this, I calibrated my expenses. So you have to also be penny wise. Do we have any challenges for the males as well in case he goes through a transition? Something the same pressure that what the world think if I don't earn. If a guy were to do exactly what I did and say the wife is supporting him, I think then the pressures、um, we hold men to a different standard, right? That how can you not work? You know how can you not have a salary? So I think then yeah, that has to be made peace with, and then you have to fight. You have to fight that oppression because that's also oppression. Why can't you depend on your wife's income? Why not? The tables could turn tomorrow in my own life, you know. Say by the end of this year, I get a job here, and then my husband takes a break, maybe to start his own、uh, restaurant, hypothetically. So then, in that case, he'll be depending on my salary, the way I am depending on his income right now. So that should also be equally normalized. 
so i think that's a challenge for men their own families won't let them do it they themselves will judge themselves if they do it so i think that's one battle they need to fight and conquer soon i really believe that you will strike the chord really soon and be back in the workforce and contribute to the us economy we'll we'll miss you in the indian economy <laughs> but i'm sure you'll go good thank you yes yes let's hope thank you so much Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Workwise with Nokri. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this. Also, do share this with your friends who would benefit from this episode. Okay, tell me, should we normalize career breaks? What do you say? Is there anything that we all can learn from this episode? You can share your perspective on Twitter and LinkedIn and use the hashtag #WorkWiseWithNokri. Three of the best perspectives will get a special surprise from us. So go ahead and share your perspective on your social media. Thanks again for listening to this episode. My name is Devas, and you are listening to WorkWiseWithNokri, a career podcast from Nokri.com, produced by Wine Studio.